Got a hundred self, hundred self. Can't be that healthy. Am I the trending topic? Somebody help me. Help. I need some therapy. Therapy. Some Theraflu. Theraflu. I need my fit. I need my click. I need my view. Oh, so let's say they try to say that it don't take faith. They know. Then they replace grace. Now you obey, do what they say. You gon' do it your way. Find out you wrong. Do what you won't find out you wrong. You wrong. He can save you though. Really? Chance to change all that Cause I know that you're not all bad You just think that people like that So you act like that As we wind down January and jumpstart into February, go Groundhog Day, um, everyone that I know of uh, is talking about the Super Bowl or they're talking about the Super Blue Blood Moon that just happened or they're talking about the State of the Union that just happened. But we're not talking about any of that. Uh, We're talking about what's trending in the world of tech comics and geekdom in general up next on the bifrost bridge podcast you're the coolest no you're the coolest no you're the coolest okay i'm the coolest yeah i agree all right so it seems uh we did an episode a while back uh you know in november end of 2017 wow that is weird to say uh, but kind of comparing all these new phones that were coming out, the iPhone X, uh, the iPhone 8 Plus, uh, the Note, the Note uh, 8 that came out. And it seems that sales of the Samsung phones are doing pretty good. People love the Note. People love the, the Samsung 8 Plus. Uh, people don't necessarily love the iPhone X. Because it seems like the sales uh, have kind of slowed down. And I guess because the phone has been a little underwhelming for folks. Um, There are reports that they're going to stop selling it in China. Uh, A lot of people say it's the notch, right? That that notch on the screen uh, gives you more screen space because you don't have uh, a notch underneath. But it makes the phone screen weird is, is what a lot of people are saying um, the overall phone size is smaller even though you have bigger screen space but the price tag is still huge plus the animated emoji animals aren't showing up anywhere online now i don't have an iphone 10 so i don't know if the reason you're not seeing them is because only other people with iphone 10s can see them which if that's the case it's ridiculous uh, or I don't know if they you can only see them when you you can only use them in like iMessage. They're kind of like 
you know, uh, things that you can only do in iMessage. And, you know, again, that's that's if that's the way, you know, Apple wants to play it, that's fine. But it's not working out too great. Um, but I expected to see them all over the place from people who, who spent a grand on a phone. If I spent a grand on a phone and I could send animated emojis, I would be sending them every other message, every status, every tweet, every uh, update I sent. Uh, yeah, that would be on that. And uh, I don't have it, so don't look for that coming from me. But speaking of phones, uh, good news, depending on how you view things, Google just completed the purchase of... Uh, I guess the smartphone aspects of HTC, you know, all of their smartphone uh, operations, their their build and all that stuff, uh, which brings production of the Pixel phone in-house to Google because parts of it were created by HTC and parts of other Google phones, the Nexus and other things were made by other companies. But now, uh, now I don't know how this is going to work because at one time Google had Motorola and then they sold it. So I, I don't know. Maybe Motorola just wasn't working for them. And they were like, nope, not Motorola. They're not the one. Uh, if I were Motorola, I'd be looking back now and being like, seriously, you know, because you're the X, I guess. Uh, but this seems to be a big part of companies these days because Amazon bought Whole Foods, Google, you know, HTC, uh, Disney bought Fox, Disney bought Marvel, Disney bought the world. I mean, but we'll see. If this is going to end up with quicker production times and uh, maybe a better end product, uh, which would truly, you know, be all Google since they own all of Google, that would that would be great. Um, I am thinking about going to the Pixel. I was playing with the phone when my daughter went to go, you know, upgrade her phone. Uh, she's on an iPhone 8 right now, and I was playing with the Pixel 2, and I'm on Android now, and there's a lot of limitations. I can't share to everywhere. Depending on what I'm trying to share, I'm only, there's only limited things that lets me share it to. When I was on Android, if I had something to share, it was a, a status, a link, uh, a, an article, a, a picture. Of, it let me share it to almost every app on my phone, even the ones that weren't like able to receive it. So I'm I'm just it troubles me. Because I love social media, I love sharing stuff, I love posting stuff, and it troubles me that I have to go through so much to try to do that on the iPhone. So I don't know. I'm, I'm I don't know. Any case, I'm gonna move on to some more stuff uh, that I love. Uh, TV. If you guys have not been watching the new CW show Black Lightning, you are definitely missing out. Some people are saying this is one of the CW's best shows. Uh, especially since some people are kind of tiring of Arrow, it's it's getting. I'm still enjoying it, but I guess some people are saying it's getting kind of old. All right, I'm still a fan. Uh, the characters in Black Lightning are just great. Uh, the the struggle Jefferson Pierce that's Black Lightning has with being Black Lightning is great. Uh, it, it's kind of like be the hero at the expense of losing your family. Although he's going through like he's gone through so much to try to keep his family together and keep his community together. Um, and and I can't compare the two because, you know, there's the Green Arrow. You have failed this city. Uh, and so he's fighting all the criminals. But um, Jefferson Pierce, is, is, is he's a principal of a high school. I think it's a high school. It's a school, high school. Uh, and he has gone through a lot to try to protect the students and protect the community and try to help 
but it's 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 overwhelmed him and now he struggles with the pains of of trying to like oh should i go back to being black lightning i like that they picked instead of going with the younger black lightning which is where most of the comic book um stories lie but there's a good amount of content about um you know him older with his daughters older uh and just like in the comic books uh his daughters uh one we we're beginning to see her spoiler alert her powers come out uh and she'll end up being thunder the other the younger daughter gonna end up being lightning and i guess uh cws said that this is you know you're gonna see that throughout the series uh which is great and um they seem to be bringing a lot of the comic book content to this show. They also seem to be bringing a lot of like really deep, deep and intense um, stories. There's there's gang violence. There's there's there's, uh, you know, drugs, there's shootings, there's police corruption. There's also uh, police inability to do what the police want to do because of all these issues. So uh, it, it, it's a really great show. It is a little on the violent side. And um, I, I know the CW said they will not allow a crossover. I don't see how they can. Uh, this is just too um, centered on, you know, this community and trying to help this community and all of the violence that's centered there. It's not so much a, hey, we, you know, we want to stop, you know, bank robbers. and It's just fighting the violence from these gangs and the drugs in this community. But they could. I don't know. They already have given shout outs to the Outsiders, which is a group Black Lightning was a part of in the comic books. So I am excited to see um, where they go with this. Uh, I'm excited to see whether or not they do a crossover. I really hope they do. I would love to see how an older, seasoned, wise Jefferson Pierce meshes with all the young guns, you know, in 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 the Arrowverse that has been created, so uh, I think that would be good. Um, I'm I'm really looking forward to the next episode. Each time I watch, I'm like, oh man, it's over! I can't wait to see what happens next. Which is which is good, uh, and which is what you want in any TV show. And speaking of TV shows, uh, apparently HBO is jumping on the comic book TV bandwagon, and they're bringing Watchmen to the small screen. Now, if you don't know, Watchmen was a uh, comic book storyline. It was turned into a movie in 2009 based on the series. Excuse me. And there are a lot of characters in the Watchmen, you know, universe. So HBO has a lot of room to work and do multiple storylines. They don't have to have all the characters in one. I mean, if they just took time developing you know, each character and then bringing back and forth. I mean, it could be phenomenal. They could go for multiple seasons, a lot of room to work. And currently, the Watchmen are part of DC Rebirth. Again, spoiler alerts. Uh, they, they're part of the retelling of the, the stories of the DC heroes. Um, it's kind of still ongoing. And, and I've been following from afar. I haven't been reading up to date, up to date. Uh, but we've been leaning up to rumor has it and they may have been past this point already so I, I apologize if i'm wrong mr manhattan who is one of the watchmen being the one responsible for the whole dc new 52 universe that started in 2011 with the flashpoint storyline which by the way was one of the best ever storylines in my opinions so that all ended in 2016 
when Rebirth started. And I am also excited to see what they do with it. Again, there's a lot of room for work. And now that the Watchmen are a part of DC Rebirth, they don't have to stick to that old storyline. They can pull part of the new storyline and give... I don't, I don't know how they're going to give way to all the... Uh, the new heroes and licensing, and I don't know how that is, but... So, that's it for TV. But up next in movies... Um, I'm sorry, I, I, I gotta, again, I'm, I'm, I'm dwelling on MoviePass. Uh, we don't have a sponsor, so we don't have to stop for a commercial break, but if we did, I would hope it would be MoviePass. I'm still in love with it. I would pay them uh, so I could advertise for them, Um and in the 24, 25 days since I activated my account, um, I have seen five movies, uh, all for the you know $10 a month. Um, I haven't exceeded that 30-day period yet, so I've still, I'm going to try to squeeze in some more movies uh, next week. And I love the app because it gives me a history of the movies that I've seen, lets you check in. And some of the movies, and I said this before, I probably would not have gone to see in the theater Anyway, um, some of them I would have. I've, I, I have seen uh, all of the Maze Runner, the first two movies. So I got to see Death Cure, uh, which I thought was a great way for them to wrap it up. And again, uh, I couldn't book my Black Panther tickets because uh, you can't choose your seats and you can't buy in advance. You have to buy that day and be within 100 feet of the theater. Um so we purchased our black tickets like weeks ago. We bought like a row or two. And I hope you have gotten yours because uh, we're going to come up to that in a minute. But um, Movie Pass has also had a little bit of drama because I guess at the Sundance Film Festival, uh, they invested in an outcoming movie. So they're going to be spending money investing in the production. And they've been at odds with the AMC Theaters, which is who they're partnered with, uh, to the point where, I guess, AMC, AMC Theaters have been giving them some negative press, saying they're not happy because MoviePass decreased the price from $50 a month to $10 a month. Uh, and I guess AMC's position is, hey, you're making it seem like, you know, movie going is really cheap and... You know, when you guys fail because you don't have a sustainable um, economic model, uh, then people aren't going to want to pay the 10 or 12 bucks it actually costs. It's $9 on average now uh, to go to a movie, $9 average nationally. People aren't going to want to pay that because they're going to be used to paying nothing. I am used to paying nothing. I am happy with paying nothing. And I will do whatever I can to make them successful so I can continue paying nothing but 10 bucks a month. But on the other hand, what MoviePass says is, hey, we're bringing more people to the theaters. When they go to the theaters, because they didn't have to pay out, you know, shell out 12 bucks for a ticket, uh, they're going to shell out more money for, um, you know, uh, popcorn and peanuts and Apple Jacks. I don't know if they have Apple Jacks at the movies. That song is in my head now. But popcorn and peanuts and soda and drinks and all that stuff, they're going to go to the movies more frequently and do that. Um, and MoviePass is also saying, hey, because we have all this data, um, you know, when these new movies come out, we're able to get people to go. And we're since we're paying full ticket for it, we're contributing, uh, I think they said either three to 12 or 10 to 12 percent of the ticket gross is because of the MoviePass uh, existence. 
So they're saying, why wouldn't you, AMC, partner with us to keep people going to the movies, period, and pay us a premium because we're we're making more people go to the movies and people are spending more money at the movies. And, you know, in order to push back at AMC for giving them the negative press, um, and I just read this today, MoviePass shut down or actually eliminated, eliminated um, or blocked is a better word, 10 specific AMC theaters saying, okay, you think we're insignificant AMC here, you're cut down. So people, there were, I guess, report was there were drops in attendance at those theaters. Here's the problem. The users were not happy because they were looking to go to the movies and they were enraged. They were tweeting about it. I wasn't impacted. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, but a lot of people were, and they were furious. Now, the fact that a lot of people were impacted and furious should be a sign that there's a lot more people using Movie Pass. And I think a month or two ago, whenever we did, you know, the first initial um, podcast talking about Movie Pass, they had a million users. They're now at a million and a half. All that increased from sometime middle last year, last summer, when they had 20,000. Or, or, or whenever it was. Uh, so they have significantly, significantly increased their user base, significantly increased the amount of revenue they're bringing in, even though they're still paying out full price for those tickets. And they've demonstrated that they're here to stay. They're investing in, you know, the production of movies, which I don't know why they're going that route. Uh, but in any case, um, get yourself a movie pass while it lasts. That's all I got to say on that. But speaking of movies and speaking of Black Panther tickets, all of the reviews are phenomenal. People have been loving it. Fandango reports that it's outpacing uh, the advanced ticket sales of every other comic book movie to date, DC or Marvel-wise. However, all that being said, there are those who have tried to sabotage the ratings on Rotten Tomatoes, and I still don't understand why people use Rotten Tomatoes because uh, they're just ridiculous. But there's a group, and I got to give them props for the name. There's a group called Give Black Panther a Rotten Audience Score on Rotten Tomatoes. They've created a Facebook group, and it's hosted by Down With Disney's Treatment of Franchise and its Fanboys. Basically, it's a bunch of um, DC fans who are upset uh, because, you know, of the, the rumors and the stories that, you know, DC or Disney, or maybe it was DC fans, I don't remember which, uh, were giving negative reviews to Justice League and possibly Batman v Superman and Suicide Squad and other DC movies. So these guys are retaliating by trying to give and sabotage and give negative reviews to Disney movies, uh, which basically... It's almost all the movies that come out these days. Uh, Disney's like a powerhouse, the mouse that roared. Oh. But um, yeah, so that's, that's, I, I can see their point, but I can also see that that's futile. I don't think Rotten Tomatoes, if you're a comic book lover, I don't think Rotten Tomatoes should be your uh, mark or standard for whether or not a movie is good. 
I think you should go see the movie because the, the, the Rotten Tomatoes folks aren't comic book lovers. Some of them may be, but they're not geeks. They're movie lovers. They put as much attention into, you know, Black Panther and rating it as they put into, you know, Gone with the Wind, even though that was forever ago. But you get what I'm saying here. They're movie critics, not comic book lovers. So if you're a comic book lover, who cares what they put on Rotten Tomatoes? Um, and, and I've said this before, and I said this again, and I still, to this day, apologize to Corey for it. It's going to be a, a lifelong thread on this podcast uh, that despite all the negative and hateful and uh, both from comic critics and movie critics of the last Fantastic Four movie, I went to see it and I dragged Corey with me because I'm a comic book lover. So if there's a comic book movie coming out, I'm going to go check it out. I'm going to watch it with open eyes. I'm not going to let other people determine and make me miss out on something like, hey, this is great. I wish they had told me, or they say it's great, and I think it sucks. So I'm going to judge for myself, and I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that you guys do that as well. And I'm going to close out with this, because since we're talking about movies, uh, I know a lot of people have been looking online for this, and depending on where you look, you'll see all this. But uh, people have been looking for the upcoming release dates of, you know, all the comic book movies. And Black Panther uh, comes out February 16th if you have not got your tickets. And here's something you can do. I do this. It's hard to do. Instead of getting tickets for the, you know, Thursday night at midnight, a lot of shows are coming out with tickets at Thursday at like 7 or 8 p.m. Much better for me because I'm old. Much better for me and Corey and Ben because we're old and we're like, you know, that was good when we were in our 20s and we can, you know, go catch a movie at midnight and stand in line since 9 a.m. after working all day and then watch this three-hour movie and then go talk about it for an hour or two and then go home, eat a bowl of cereal and go to work. That's not how we roll these days. So uh, get the early Thursday. If you can't plan on just immediately go the Saturday matinee or a Sunday afternoon. Uh, and we're going to see Black Panther Sunday after church. The problem is, from the time it comes out until Sunday afternoon, we almost have to do a media blackout. Because we don't want to catch any spoilers. Here's the problem you guys are going to have. Once we do see it, uh, we are going to share a podcast with reviews on it, uh, with spoilers. So, um, you know, save that episode until after you've seen it. Avengers Infinity War is coming out May 4th. Uh, you can um, expect uh, a lot of unanswered questions and loose ends to be tied up in Black Panther, but I'm also expecting a lot of surprises and a lot that has been mentioned to be shared in Avengers Infinity War. And then in Deadpool, Deadpool 2 is supposed to be coming out in May of 2018. Uh, it's a Fox movie, which also means it's a, say it with me, Disney movie. Yeah. So Black Panther, Infinity War, Deadpool 2, uh, the Han Solo movie is supposed to be coming out in May of 2018. Ant-Man and the Wasp comes out in July of 2018. Teen Titans Go. I'm not going there. We're going to skip that. Sorry. I apologize. I'm not, I'm not even going to do that. Uh, but also the X-Men Dark Phoenix movie is supposed to be coming out towards the end of the year, November-ish time frame. Uh, it's a Fox movie, which also means it's a, say it with me, Disney movie. Yeah, it's coming out. And um, 
There's a couple other things coming out, but I think that's 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 far enough. And rumor has it that that timeline may be changed, but Aquaman is supposed to be coming out in December 2018. And what I don't see, and this is just me, I don't see any other DC movies that are coming out in 2018. And I think that may be one of the problems that DC has, is they produce like one movie every other year or every year or and and so people only get to see one aspect and then everything that they're doing has already been done so it's not new and it's not fresh that's one of the things that they're battling but uh that's it those are all the things that are trending now uh, i'd love to hear your feedback love to hear what movies you're excited to see and would love to hear how many movies you're hitting a month on your movie pass uh, I'm Floyd Hughes, uh, Big Fat Pastor on Twitter, uh, Big Fat Pastor on Facebook, Big Fat Pastor on Instagram. And I know we usually tie in these things to like a, a spiritual truth or, or something. Here's a spiritual truth, I think. How can you, this is me, this is what they would ask me. And, you know, they'd ask in general, but they're asking me, you know, how can you post all these geeky things and geeky pictures and pictures of you working out in the gym and still be a pastor? And my answer to them is, I have a phone that lets me post all these geeky things and geeky pictures and, and, and geeky posts and, you know, pictures of me working out in the gym. And I'm a pastor because I'm called by God. And they don't understand what I'm saying. Because their view is that you can't enjoy all of these tech things and geeky things and, and have fun, basically, and be a Christ follower or be a pastor. And that is like a lie from the pit of hell. Nowhere is that truth. That may be some people's truth, but that doesn't make it true. The opposite, the exact opposite. Did I say opposite? I got apps in my mind. The exact opposite is true, which is that, you know, God wants us to live life and live it to the full. That word to the full means overflowing to where life cannot be contained. That includes enjoying technological advancements that we create through the scientific, you know, advancement of, of humanity. That includes enjoying the arts and the movies. That includes enjoying uh, the, the, you know, graphic uh, novels and comic books and all of that. And there is nothing wrong with that and still saying, I love the Lord because I enjoy all of that and I love the Lord and... Love you guys for listening. Uh, pray that you have a great, so far, have had a great beginning to 2018 and that the rest of it is even better. And praying that, you know, bump into some of you guys as you're using your movie pad.